up, guys? It is your somewhat well, somewhat toxic, most of the time, doing her best, kind of fucking sure, bringing you another episode of Wellish. I felt like fucking shit this week, which was literally so much fun. It was really a good time. Definitely felt like quitting everything in my entire life, rolling over and doing absolutely nothing with myself because that would just be so much easier. I would be able to take so much pressure off of myself. I understand why so many people settle because it literally is just like a blissful, peaceful life. You don't have to worry about trying to fucking be some wonderful, great thing or become this better version of yourself or become whatever it is that you want to become because you could just be like you could just go through the motions and live your life and that's really where my head was at this week was it was just kind of like why don't I just quit everything (laughs) I could just you know work my day job or you know maybe I could get a serving job or I could just do whatever and I wouldn't have to worry about trying to accomplish something greater and it would just be so much easier and I could just live in peace granted I wouldn't be living in peace because I would be fucking miserable but that's not how my brain was working at that moment so I was really getting into the this quitter mentality I lived like that for like uh, two days and I got really fucking tired of feeling like that. And so I decided that I was going to watch some motivational videos. And that was something that I used to do like every fucking day. I used to do that when I was either a working out at the gym in the morning. I would do that if I was like doing cardio in the morning. I would do it on my commute to work. Every day I had a specific video or just any sort of motivational video that I would watch. I would pull it up at whatever I was feeling like that day. Like if I was feeling I wanted to uh, focus on success, career, love, friendships, self-growth, self-confidence, anything like that, like whatever I was feeling, I would look that video up and I would watch it and it would make me feel better. It would make me feel like my possibilities were more endless than I had before I watched the video. Because I was having this self-deprecating mentality, I decided to pull those back up because I hadn't been watching them in five ever, which kind of took a little bit of a push because my brain was like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's just a fucking motivational video. Like, what is that going to do for me? Which is so funny because I so much preach those and so much stand by like watching those. But when you get into that mindset that you just like don't think that anything's going to be beneficial and you just sit there and wallow in whatever you're feeling. So I decided to pull my head out of my ass and pull the video up. And I literally just like put in the search, like I literally, I didn't even know what emotion to like put into the search bar. I just put in motivational video and scrolled through until I found something that kind of tickled my fancy (laughs) that kind of like jumped out at me um so that's how I chose it and I went down a fucking rabbit hole I listened to these videos for I shit you not like I swear to god I listened to these videos for three hours three motherfucking hours (laughs) I just had them on doing whatever I was doing I was working I was cooking I was cleaning I was like doing all of the things around the house just having these videos on fucking loud to the point that I swear to God, guys, oh my God, this is so like vulnerable, like not really, but terrifying to say out loud just because like this is not something that I would ever normally do. I am not a religious person. I believe in a 
higher power i believe like that we don't just die and then there's nothing like I, i believe but in like i don't believe in I'm not a churchy person like I was I never went to church I never was somebody who like relied on the bible or anything like that I always kind of chalked things up to the universe I had an atheist come in and speak in one of my journalism classes when I was in college and he said that he doesn't put his power in God he wakes up in the morning and puts his power in himself and that really spoke to me and I really like related to that mentality but the other day I was listening to these motivational videos and It was Eric Thomas talking about God and about how you should never be too prideful to pray, to ask God for what it is you want. And that's where faith comes from is you don't know when he's going to give you what you want. You just have to be humble enough to ask for it and leave it up to your faith that one day your wish is going to be granted but you have to put it out there. You have to put it and like this is like my interpretation. Like you have to put it out into the universe. Tell me why. Tell me why my fucking non-religious ass, my talk shit ass about people that do this kind of stuff. Seriously, <laughs> was suddenly fallen to her knees on my kitchen floor praying, asking for God to give me out of this life what I wanted to. Because I sat and watched motivational videos for three hours. <laughs> I literally who am I like what is that what did I just do it was so weird bro but like sometimes those videos just fucking move you to a point that you are accepting of other things that you never in your own mind could have conceptualized the reason that I preach watching these motivational videos so much are because exactly that like it expands your point of view it doesn't just box you into the things that you've experienced and what you perceive out of the things that happen in life it allows you to take the perceptions of other people and the ideas of other people and adopt them as your own so I think that listening to those kind of things just kind of opened your mind to the possibilities that are out there like because I was thinking about quitting on like these dreams that I have I watch these videos and they make me feel like if I'm a quitter I'm never going to achieve anything. But if I just try, if I'm just consistent, if I just do these specific things, then I will reach my fullest potential and I will accomplish the things that I want to accomplish in life. And having that reassurance makes it feel like it's something that could actually happen for me. It seriously, like, so just watching those videos pulled me out of that quitter mentality. And I haven't thought like that since I watched those videos so I hadn't thought like that right then maybe a day or two later I was sitting at the gas station with my boyfriend and he was telling me how he was trying to be in tune more with his emotions and that he pulled up videos of happy things because he wanted to feel happiness and this light bulb went off in my head because a few days prior I wanted to feel better and more inspired to continue with my goals and not have this quitter mentality and he who was trying to become more in tune with his emotions wanted to feel the emotion of happiness so he looked up videos of things that were happy in order to inflict that emotion I was like oh my fucking god it's that easy oh my god it is that easy that we inflict these emotions on ourselves that we can manipulate our emotions ourselves and that made me think of when people are like going through a breakup let's say and you sit there and you watch a sad movie it's like to heighten the emotion that you're already feeling 
So I tested this theory a couple days later. I went on a coffee date with somebody. I have never in my fucking life. I guys, I have never met anybody off the internet before. <laughs> like the thought of that terrifies me. I don't online date. I don't like meet people off the internet, but I think I told you guys last week I joined a Facebook group to try to meet some people, meet some new friends, and I finally met up with somebody and got coffee with them. And I tested this theory for this situation. The coffee date went great. I left there and literally was so anxious and so self-deprecating and felt so self-conscious because that person has no idea who I am other than what they were able to base my personality off of from that coffee date. What I mean by that is when we have friends growing up, they know you from when you're 5, 12, 16, 18, 20 years old when you're going through school and they have the ability to base you and your personality off of the perception that they have themselves and things they hear about you through the grapevine from other people that have experienced you and like when you're an adult trying to make friends the only thing they have to base you off of is what you show them and that is both empowering and also terrifying so I felt myself get like super self-conscious I was like struggling mentally for a second I kind of just like held my head in my hands and was trying to like get my shit together on my own and I was getting frustrated because I couldn't get my shit together on my own and like I know that I have the tools in my brain to do this because I've been through it so many times that I like know how to get my shit together I know how to get myself out of these situations but for whatever fucking reason when I'm in those situations I like can't pull myself out and it's so fucking annoying because it's like I it's almost like I have two brains working inside of me like I have one brain that's literally like come on bro like you know how to fucking get through this and I have another brain that's telling me all of the negative bullshit that is making me anxious or whatever I'm experiencing so it's like I it's almost like I'm fucking fighting myself inside of my brain and then it's a spiral (laughs) I mean like fucking Christ it just gets even worse and worse so I again trying to test this theory was like I am going to pull up a fucking self-confidence video This time I was able to type something into my search bar with like intention. So I typed in self-confidence video and or I just typed in self-confidence into YouTube and found a video that sparked my interest and I listened to it. And at first I like didn't hear it because I was doing other things while I was listening to it. And then I, I still was not feeling good. So I literally like put it in front of me, put it on full screen, put my AirPods in. And just fucking zoned in on that video. I actually halfway through even got my notebook out. I have like a brain dump notebook for when I like start to feel anything. Have ideas, anything like that. I literally love my brain dump notebook. Highly recommend. But um, pulled that notebook out and was like pulling quotes from the video that stuck out to me things that resonated with me I would write them down so that not only can I go back to them I'm actually I don't typically like reread my journals I would love to make that a habit but it's not something that I really do but it's not so much to be able to go back and reread it is to solidify it to put it out into existence in my own personal life in my own personal space in my own writing in my own brain like I was able to not just let it fall into the background like oh okay I liked that quote that was cool and that made me feel good right now but now I have it now it's mine and I can go back to it if I wanted to or I can I don't know it just makes it more real for me like now I have these quotes and I remember them more so than I would if I had just listened to the video and then just moved on to the next thing and just felt better now that I was using the video so that's something that I really enjoyed doing however just watching the video itself and listening to the words and expanding my point of view it did make me feel 
better. I didn't feel like such an idiot. I did. I was able to conceptualize that no matter what that person's perception of me was, it didn't matter because that's not who I am. I know who I am and I define who I am. So because all of these things kept happening, I have this like light bulb fucking moment that you can change the directory of your life based on feelings alone. So much of what we do in our life is fucking based off these feelings anyway. So might as well put them into action and make them worth something. So that's what I wanted to talk about today is how you can utilize your feelings to change the trajectory of your life and create a new path for yourself. Whatever it is that you want to accomplish, whatever you want to be, whoever you want to personify, you can do that using your feelings that you experience. You can control your feelings, sure, but you can only control them once they randomly pop up. So let's figure out how we can utilize those feelings that just pop up to change the trajectory of your life so that you don't continue to repeat patterns that you don't want to in the future. The first concept that I would like to address, I would like you guys to take a step back and not let it hit your ear as rigidly as it's going to sound. Simply believing something about yourself makes it true. Do you see how that can hit your ear kind of weird? Like just because you think it doesn't actually mean in real life that it's true, but it does in the sense of that's how you think of yourself. And that's what's the most important. Like when you're presenting yourself in front of other people, you can redirect the way that you perceive yourself and you carry on with the rest of your life if you just believe you are a certain type of way. If you believe that you're the smartest person in the room, if you believe that you're the sexiest person in the room, then you are those things because you're going to embody the behaviors that come with it. Where if you think that you are this meek, insecure, not worth anything person, then that's kind of how you're going to behave. You're going to get shy. You're going to shell inside of yourself. You're not going to talk as much as you might. You're not going to share your beliefs and your viewpoints with the other people that are in the room because you're going to be too timid to do so. You're not going to embody the behaviors that you would if you thought otherwise. And I don't just mean like tricking yourself into thinking a specific way. I mean, actually, you truly believe that about yourself. You're going to behave in that way. Now, if you believe that you're the greatest salesman of all time, are you? Maybe, but also maybe not. You're not Grant Cardone. I mean, but you might be fucking great. Like you might be a great salesman and you might be that way because you have this expectation that you have to live up to within your own mind. Like you think that acting a specific way or hitting a specific quota or achieving a specific goal is going to make you the greatest salesman in your own perception. If you truly believe that in yourself, then you are going to work your ass off to meet that expectation that you've set for yourself. If you truly believe something, you begin to embody those characteristics. Your mind controls everything that you do you'll never become the person you want to be or achieve the things that you want to achieve until you become aware of the direction your mind goes you have to become aware of the thought patterns that you have in order to begin to manipulate them now this is where like the confusion that I have with manifestation starts to fucking come into play because like how how the fuck if I think a specific way how is that gonna come about how in God's green earth if I think that I am put on this planet to do something great how is that 
going to actually work? Like, how am I actually going to achieve the things that I want to achieve? Why would that just show up for me at my doorstep? Because I think that it would. That never really made sense to me until I realized that it's changing how you view the events, not the events themselves. Like, for example, when I went to coffee, I can look at it one of two ways. I can say, this person has no idea who I am and I have the opportunity to show who I am through my words and my actions as she gets to know me. Now I can take that and I can say that is a hell of an opportunity for me to be somebody wonderful, for me to be myself, for me to show her that I am X, Y, and Z. Or I can take it and be fearful and say, oh my God, she's never going to like me. She's going to not have a good perception of me. She doesn't have the opinions of others to make the decision of who I am off of. She just has me to rely on. And it's crazy that depending on how you look at it could make you feel totally confident and you have this whole world of opportunity ahead of you or totally paralyzed and scared and make you feel like you're not good enough and you have very low self-esteem but it's just however you choose to look at it is what you are creating for yourself so it's the things that happen to you in life are the things that happen to you but then it's the way that you carry on from those things the way you perceive those things the way you react to those things that you're going to create that awareness which will in turn create that perception and that character for yourself the way that you're going to execute things in the future I watched a TLC special. It's called Taken at Birth. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I had never heard of it. I watched it on Hulu. But I just like, it really stuck out to me with this topic specifically because the premise of the show is it was an illegal adoption process, basically. So these children had their past erased. They had no idea who their birth parents were because they were pretty much sold on the black market (laughs) to people that wanted to adopt babies but couldn't adopt them and that was all that they knew they knew that they were a part of this they they knew that they were born at this clinic and then later on it was released that the doctor at the clinic was selling babies so at first that sounds pretty fucking bad right and like that's what the premise of the tv show was at first was that like this was an evil man who was selling babies ripping them away from their birth parents telling the parents that their babies were dead selling them at the back door so that he could make a quick thousand dollars as the show continues and the people in the show were interviewing other people that were around at that time the perception kind of changed to 50 50 50 that he was a good man and 50 percent that he was an evil man and When people started to say that he was a good man, my brain was like, how the fuck could anybody think that? The more information that we received, we figured out that he was originally performing abortions on people at a time that abortion was illegal. He was creating a safe place for them to get an abortion. His son's wife was infertile. They were having trouble adopting. So he began to convince some of the women that were having these abortions to carry the baby to term to have them and then he would sell these babies. Hence why some people felt like this was an evil thing for him to do to rip these babies lives away from them. But other people thought that he was doing something good because you couldn't have an abortion. It was hard for people to adopt and he was creating an outlet for both of those things. So to him, it made it the right thing. You can choose to or choose to not adopt that same belief, but it doesn't change the fact that for him, he believed to be doing good. And so he made that his purpose in life. 
it didn't really matter what other people thought. It didn't matter that some people might have thought that he was doing a bad thing. Obviously, he was doing something shady, but he believed that he was doing that for the greater good. And so he made that what his clinic was about. People knew in the town that they could go to his clinic to get help with abortion and to get help with adoption if they couldn't adopt legally there were hundreds of babies that were sold out of the back of his clinic because he thought that he was doing the right thing and so it's all left up to perception if you think and you believe a specific way it makes it true and it makes it true for whoever wants to accept that same belief if you don't want to accept that same belief then yeah it's not true for you it's not about that that's not the point I'm only using that as an example it's a little bit of an aggressive one because it affects the lives of other people I'm talking more so about how you're affecting your own life the perception that you take of yourself and how you apply that to your own life and the belief that you have in what you can accomplish because if you don't believe that you can accomplish a specific thing then you're never going to be able to accomplish it because you can't conceptualize that as the truth or anything near the truth or what could be possible. Something that really, really, really helped me when I was struggling through my mental health. I read something one time that said that you have to feel through your emotions. And if you don't, it is it creates this backup like you're filled with water and you're plugging up all of your holes and you just keep getting filled and filled and filled and filled eventually you're going to explode because you have these like pent up angers it, eventually you start to lash out you start to project you start to take things out in other areas of your life that you don't actually mean to but you have all of these pent up feelings and you don't know why you have them and it creates this bigger problem inside of you that you have to like come back from once you do explode. So the thing that I heard that was really helpful was that you have to feel through all of your emotions. There is not a should or should not when it comes to feeling. You just have to feel through them. Like who fucking decided that being sad was a bad thing and being happy was a good thing? Obviously like it feels good to be happy and it feels bad to be sad. But that doesn't mean you're a bad person because you are sad or it doesn't mean you're a good person because you're happy. I bet fucking people that murder people for fun are happy. That doesn't mean they're doing a good thing. You can't put these labels on these feelings and then shit on yourself for feeling a specific type of way. Like, oh my God, I'm not supposed to be depressed. I'm not supposed to feel this way. I'm not supposed to X, Y, and Z. But that just, it is what it is. Whatever. You feel that way at this time. That And you have to know that all feelings come and go. They come and they go and they're never going to be consistent. Things are going to happen in your life and the feelings literally change. They can, your feelings can fucking change in minutes. They can change in seconds. They can change in days. Like if I start to feel anxious, sure, I don't want to feel that way anymore and I want to try to figure out how to redirect, but I'm not judging myself for feeling that way. I'm saying, okay, I'm feeling anxious right now. Let's get to the bottom of this. Why are we feeling this way? Like it's a conversation with myself and I'm allowing myself to experience the emotion compared to saying, shut this fucking shit down. I can't fucking feel this way. This is your piece of shit. Why do you feel that way? You know, you're not supposed to be anxious. You know how to control this emotion. You know how to execute properly. This isn't it. Knock it off. <laughs> and it's just not gonna get you anywhere because now you're shitting on yourself further, making yourself feel worse for feeling that certain type of way. So you want to allow the emotion to happen, try to understand it, and then redirect it. Emotions are based on past experiences, and you can acknowledge and learn from those experiences, but you cannot 
allow that to control your future. We base our feelings off of things that have already happened in the past. We know that when somebody lies to us or is acting shady around us or says something random that kind of just like lights up a trigger inside of you of mistrust or whatever your triggers are, we base feelings off of things that have happened in our past. So if somebody says something to you that seems fucking sketchy like they say something to you that raises this red flag of like oh somebody has said something to me like that in the past that has made me feel like I can't trust them automatically you're assuming in this new situation that you can't trust that person or that they're doing the same thing that happened to you before and these feelings that you felt in that situation begin to arise you begin to project and react in the same way that you did then you wake up in the morning and you start thinking about all of the problems that you have nothing has even happened today like nothing has even happened yet in this day, in this present moment, nothing has happened yet. And you have already decided the way that you're going to feel based off of things that have happened in your past, off of problems that you think that you're going to have in the future because of things that have been happening in your life recently. You can wake up and just handle those problems. Or you can sit there and you can dwell on them, but you're deciding that the day is going to continue with the same problems that they have, but it's 100% up to you to change the direction of those thoughts. Emotions are the end product of past experiences. So the moment you recall those past experiences, you feel an emotion. How you think and how you feel creates your entire state of being. So a person's entire state of being when thinking about those problems is in the past. So what does that mean? This can kind of happen for you in two ways. So using like a similar example to the trust thing. I went on that coffee date. I have a past of friends judging me, friends not liking me for who I am, people stabbing me in the back, stuff like that. So like my initial reaction is that that's what's still happening is that she pretended that we had a great time and that she liked me but like really she thought I was a fucking weirdo and is gonna never talk to me again and whatever else because and that's based off of past experiences so I'm having these feelings based off of things that I've experienced before and that caused me to spiral into a lack of self-confidence so that's one way that this can happen another way that you can react to it when I felt like shit and I felt like quitting because I haven't had any experience at all of success in the realm that I want to try to achieve. I have no idea that that's possible. So I'm either using past experiences of failure, past experiences that were negative and allowing that to create my future, allowing that to determine what is happening now, even if it's not actually even happening, or because I've had no experience at all in the past, I'm allowing that to decide the possibilities that are out there for me, even though both of those things have no right to determine what could happen in the future. Why would either of those two things be predictors of what could possibly happen? They have no idea how I could react unless my feelings interfere and continue to follow those same patterns that I did when I a don't know anything at all and I'm just going to follow that mindset of not knowing anything so I'm just going to plateau and be in, in the same mental frame or b using past experiences that didn't work out for me or even if they did work out for me but using past experiences that are going to allow me to continue on this same loop forever and ever and ever. I'm never going to expand and I'm never going to grow and achieve anything else that I want to achieve in life because I'm using those two scenarios because it's easy to. It's easy to just cap yourself off at 
not knowing anything else and only being able to use the past experiences because that is what our brains can conceptualize as possible because how can we conceptualize things that are possible that have never even happened to us that's why like generational wealth is a thing like the kids that live in poverty live in the hood live in like these uh, uh, low income areas tend to continue to live like that not everybody some people can see past it but that's why so many people stay in those same situations, same with middle class, same with people that are wealthy, like the kids that are wealthy. Sure, they're trust fund kids and sure, maybe they've handed money to them, but you could be handed money and you could blow it all on whatever it is you want to blow it on. You have to be able to continue to invest your money and to like know what to do with it once it's handed to you in order to for it to continue to grow because that's all you know because you've capped yourself off this is all I know how to do that's all you continue to do same thing with like even just like living in the same area like because your family is here you continue to be here and you stay in the same spot I remember when I went to Italy when I was a senior in high school I was across the street from a bar that we were all going to and I stood at the edge of this like it was seriously it was like the edge of a cliff and there was this big ass mountain that stretched out over the Mediterranean Sea. And I remember saying to myself, it is crazy that we live where we live in the Midwest when this exists. This beauty exists. And we live where we live. But because why the fuck would you pick up all of your stuff and leave everything you knew to move to Italy? A country that you don't know the language, you don't know the culture, you don't know the food, you don't know the people, you don't know the, like you have no family there, no friends there, and you have nothing there. Nothing connects you to there. So why would you move across the fucking globe to somewhere different just because it's pretty? But you could though. But your brain like doesn't outreach that far. Your brain only does what you have introduced it to we get into a routine and continue that routine until it's our subconscious behavior we can't create a new version of ourselves following the same pattern albert einstein said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results i mean like seriously think about that like, why would we fucking think that if we do the same thing, we, we like we sit here and we think, oh my God, one day I'm going to open a restaurant and it's going to be so fucking wonderful and I'm going to do all of this, but you're just like still working at the grocery store bagging groceries but you think about that every day why do you think that anything's going to change you haven't even you haven't sat down and researched how to open a restaurant you haven't done any of the work to make that happen you haven't connected with anybody you haven't met anywhere you haven't networked you haven't done anything to make that dream happen you're just still sitting here putting groceries in bags for other people thinking that one day that's going to just fall into your lap I literally say that I swear to God on every fucking podcast that life is just going to fall into your lap and it's not but it just like it blows my mind that we allow that to limit us and I say we because I do it like we think that like one day things are just going to happen for us and we're living so much inside of our brain <sighs> I'm getting off on a tangent okay anyways we're living so much inside of our brain essentially we are creating a habit for ourselves I read an article that said 95% of who we are by the time we are 35 35 years old is a memorized set of behaviors, emotional reactions, unconscious habits, hardwired attitudes, beliefs, and perceptions. We follow these routines and make it so hard for us to change from them. We wake up, we 
look in the mirror. We go to the bathroom. We get a cup of coffee. We take a shower. We get ready. We take the same exact path every day that we do to work. Like we get into this like routine and we've made it so hardwired that we never derive from that path. We've made it a subconscious behavior for ourselves that the thought of ever expanding to something different or something greater we can conceptualize it we can sit here and think in our heads like oh I'm going to do this but then we don't actually take action to make that happen we allow those feelings to just fester inside of us and not actually be pursued when it is as simple as pursuing them so how the fuck do you actually break that subconscious it's so ingrained in us that it seems next to impossible to make that change it feels like Like, okay, so I can take a step back and I can analyze the situation. Like, I feel triggered. I feel like I'm mistrusting because I experienced cheating in the past. So, like, I feel this way because of that. So, I I know that and I understand that. I've taken a step back and I've asked myself that question. When those emotions arise, I can take a step back and try to understand those feelings. And I can say, why do I feel this way? Okay, it's because of X, Y, and Z. So now I have this understanding, but okay, fucking so what? Like I I hear so many people say that when I'm reading things or listening to things, they talk about like understanding your emotion and like getting to the root of it and all that stuff. But like, okay, fucking again, so what? Like, so what? I've gotten to the root of it. I understand why it's happening. And sure, maybe now that that makes me feel less bad because like, at least I know that it's not because I'm a giant piece of shit. At least I know it's because I experienced something in the past that's making me feel this way so like that brings me a little bit of ease that I know that it's happening for a reason and I've identified what that reason is but that doesn't stop the fact that that emotion comes up so what am I supposed to do with that most things come down to fear so here's what I've figured out and just because I figured it out doesn't mean that I implement it all the time because I haven't it's still very much complicated but I have figured out that if you understand why you feel a specific way if you can overcome that fear it eliminates the emotion from happening at all because that's essentially the problem is it's like okay like I understand it but I still experience that emotion so like using the example of letting go if you can conquer the fear of missing. Missing my family means that I will never have that connection. Missing my friends means that I'll never make other friends or that I'll never connect with those friends again. If I quit my job, I'll miss out on the experiences that I could have had if I continued with that job. If you take a step back and look at the things in your life that you could have experienced had you continued them, but you're fine because you didn't, you can begin to overcome that fear of being able to let go. I was a server for a little while and I hang on to jobs for literally such a long time. Like I don't job hop because I very fucking much don't like change. So this was the shortest amount of time that I've ever worked at a job. I probably worked there for like four months. When it came time for me to have to quit, not only did I wait until the last possible minute, but I never, so like I never got anybody's number. I never got anybody's social media. Like I made friends when I was working there, but like I didn't connect with them because I knew the whole time that I was going to be leaving and I didn't want it to hurt more 
when I did have to leave. But even so, I made enough connections that when I said goodbye to some people, I swear to God, I cried. Like that is, and I'm just an emotional sensitive person. So like, I, but I just, I get attached to things so fucking easily. Like I swear to God, this sounds fucking nuts. I swear to God, I get attached to the piece of gum that I throw out the window. Like I swear to God, dude, I'm literally like, oh, but my DNA is on it. <laughs> like, I was in my mouth and it was safe in my mouth and now I've just let it go out into the wind. Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> why, does, why does my brain work like that? So I was afraid of quitting this job because I did make good connections with people there and I was afraid of missing out on the fact that I could continue to nurture those relationships and see what eventually they could turn into. But as soon as I quit, I have never once looked back and regretted quitting. Like I've never thought like, oh, but maybe I could have been friends with her or maybe we would have hung out after work one day. Like who cares? Like I could go get another job here and like Sure, maybe I could have done that, but that it shouldn't inhibit me from experiencing things now just because I had that emotion when I was quitting the job or even before I was quitting the job, I was I had the happy emotion of being there. I had the feeling of happiness while I was there, but that doesn't mean that I have to not experience other things in my life because that was a good thing. If I can conquer the fear of missing out on experiences by telling myself that I will get to have new experiences, in the future, I will be able to be more likely to let go of things. This leads me into redirection. So we felt the feeling, we're understanding the feeling, and now we have to redirect that feeling. So how do you think greater than you feel. If you allow your emotions to control your life, the familiar past will soon become the predictable future. So how do you prevent that from happening? Per usual, I'm here with tangible fucking things that are going to help you actually achieve this goal. I don't want to just send you guys off into the world with some Happy feelings that things can be possible and you don't have to rely on your emotions and that you're able to manipulate your emotions. I want to give you tangible things that are going to make this happen. So first of all, become aware, but do not allow your awareness to consume you. I feel like this was my number one problem for fucking years that I would literally read self-help books into the goddamn ground and try to apply everything that I learned in those self-help books to my life and become so overwhelmed and so frustrated by the fact that I was still feeling bad that I was so aware of the things that I needed to do. I, I allowed that to consume me and I never was able to even apply my learnings to my life that <laughs> like I just knew what I was supposed to do, but when it came down to it, I never actually applied those things because I was just so overwhelmed with information. You have to develop a growth mindset. You can't just like intake the information and then just be like, okay, well now I know that, so now I'm healed. You have to practice one thing at a time. That's why I really like to not hoard self-help books down my throat anymore. I like to try to read just 10 pages a day. Like if I just read a small amount a day, I can take the teachings from that day 
and apply them to my day and then eventually to my week and then eventually to my life. Being able to just like take a step back from the reading and also understand that not absolutely everything applies to you. Like I would try so hard to apply everything in the book or something that I was listening to to my own personal life and it not not everything has to apply to you. Like you can take bits and pieces of what people are saying or you can take bits and pieces and even manipulate them to apply them to your own life. Perceive them in your own way and then execute them in your own life because everybody's experience is different that you can't just read a book from somebody else's experience and say oh okay well that's what I have to do now and that's what's going to make me successful just because that worked for one person doesn't mean that that's going to work for you but you can take a piece of what that person said and apply it to your own life it doesn't have to be the whole thing it's all about taking baby steps it's all about doing things little by little to apply them to your life if you listen to the motivational video and you try to completely rewire your entire mindset and if you can't right off the bat that you're a piece of garbage that's never going to make it anywhere you have to bring awareness to your mindset so like you listen to this motivational video then you go out into the world and you find yourself thinking negative you have to be able to say oh oh shit I'm thinking negatively I'm thinking negatively (laughs) honestly that's a baby step in itself like being able to like catch yourself because that's hard to do a lot of the time like you don't realize how you're thinking negatively or like whatever you're thinking about until maybe you're like way into the situation or you're way spiraled at this point so being able to like catch yourself doing it and then so that's a baby step and then take the next step and say okay why am I doing this and then like take the next step again and then be like okay so what things can I apply here that I've learned from whatever I've listened to or whatever I've read to better myself into the direction that I want to be in instead of down this rabbit hole that I've habitually been doing for however long so full circle back to the motivational videos put other ideas in your head listen to things that are going to inflict a different emotion from you let that be a motivational speech let that be funny videos on tiktok let that be your favorite tv show let that be a good book whatever it is that's going to bring out the emotions in you If you haven't noticed, music does that. People listen to sad music when they're feeling sad. You know, you're at the bar and your fucking song comes on and you're jumping up and down and you're so fucking happy because that music is on. Like music can inflict so many emotions from you. I did a little bit of research on this because I thought it was really interesting. I found a study done by the University of Southern California that focused on three aspects of the music experience. So those three things were neural so how our brain responds to the music, physiological, how our body responds. You have to take a step back, look at the big picture and say, is this something that I truly believe in? Is this something that I truly want to embody? Does this represent who I want to be as a whole? And then allow that to direct you. I'm sorry. We're picked up on most by the Haskell's gyrus area of the brain. So it's really all about this contrast, like in pulse strength volume of these beats changed how you responded if you think about what sad music sounds like those like long notes and all that kind of stuff like it would it does kind of like calm you down mellow you out and then even make you sad sometimes where like you if you think about happy music and you think about upbeat music and you think about music that you listen to when you're dancing or in the club it's like short loud exciting you know they sound different and though like that just like literally 
actually the sounds that the music makes makes you feel a specific type of way so it translates again into these motivational videos like if you think about a motivational video when you listen to the music that's in the background of these videos it kind of it like gets you going it's got this like motivation sound behind it that just like makes you feel like things are possible and in the fact of the words in both music and in these videos that make you feel and make you think a specific type of way they bring in these new ideas they bring in new thought patterns that you can adopt as your own and perceive situations that you're experiencing in a different way just because somebody else said it whether it's a video whether it's a song whatever like it makes you feel a certain type of way that moves me into like my next point is that you have to stop relying on your emotions to direct your life like if it's that fucking easy to manipulate the way you feel then how reliable are these emotions like that's why you can't make major life decisions based on high emotion because it's just not reliable your emotions are always going to change so yes you can direct the path of your life using the feelings that you are having you can utilize them for sure but like because they're that easily manipulated you can only take them with a grain of salt like you have to take away what you can take away from them you can't put all of your weight into the feelings themselves you're in control Next, I want to say get grateful, but honestly, better than that, get whatever your ideal big picture looks like. I was listening to Oprah and she talks about, she always talks about how she writes at the end of the day in a gratitude journal. She picks things out of the day that she was grateful for and that it makes you live life so much more grateful because you're, you know that you're going to go to your gratitude journal that night and you know that you're going to need to have things to write down. So you live your life looking for things to be grateful for and it's just another way it's just a better lens to look at life through but I want to challenge you to take that a step further and to pick what you want to embody in life and look at life through that lens like if you know that you want to be the sexiest person out there what did you do today to make that happen for yourself? What characteristics did you embody? What behaviors did you have to make that a reality for yourself? It's a different way to move through life. Instead of just going through the motions and living life, allowing it to happen to you, you're actively making choices for you to take your feelings and create your own life. To take the feelings that you want to experience and bring them into reality. My final two things have to do with creating a definition of you for yourself. First of all, don't allow others to define you. You have created a mask construct of yourself from allowing other people to tell you who you are your whole life. Like I think about like me getting my report card and every teacher always said that I talk a lot. Now, obviously, look at me. I'm like making a fucking podcast. Obviously, I talk a lot. But like, to be honest, when I go out into the world, I don't talk that much unless I really know you. Like, I'm a person that's pretty closed off until I get comfortable with you and then I like talk up a storm. I've been shoved down, again, past experiences of being in new places. I feel like I've been shoved down a lot for speaking the way that I speak. And so it's created this fear and anxiety when it comes to being outspoken that 
I don't talk as much and I have to make a conscious effort to try to get back to being somebody who's more outspoken and not being so fearful of that. But that said, I in my brain I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm somebody who talks a lot, but that might not necessarily be the truth for me anymore. But I've created that identity in my head and am not allowing that to change. I also want to talk about the fact that not allowing others to define you comes from spending time around people that bring out the best in you and I feel like a lot of the times when I talk about this I say that you shouldn't have people in your life that don't bring out the best in you but that's actually not always the case and I say that because there are people in my life that I love very much that say things that make me not feel a way that I would necessarily want to feel but they didn't mean to hurt me like they don't mean it in a malicious way it's just their own perceptions and that doesn't mean that I have to cut them off because of a perception and the reason I might feel a certain type of way about them saying it or because I love them so much and because I respect their opinion I just have to take people's opinions with a grain of salt I can take their perception and consider it and take note of it and apply it however I see fit in the future but just because they thought that doesn't mean that that makes it the truth I'm the one that gets to make my own truth my second defining you point is don't let don't allow past versions of yourself to define you because you've handled things in a specific way in the past that's how you expect to handle it I know that if somebody caused some drama that I'm not going to be a person that's ripping out my earrings like let's go bitch let's fucking fight I'll kick your fucking ass like that's not me at all and so like from past experiences I know that I would just be like (laughs) okay that was fucking weird and then like walk away but that doesn't mean that like I can't be that person like if I really truly wanted to be the person that would turn around and kick somebody's ass I could figure out how to do that like and I'm not saying become somebody that you're not I'm just saying like you could become a different version of yourself like if that's the type of person you want it to be by all means, like you just have to start practicing these habits that make that a reality. Now, if you're doing those things and you don't want to do them, but you feel that you have to do them, now you're not being yourself. But if who you really are is somebody that wants to execute things like that, but you haven't because of whatever reason, you were told you can't express yourself in that way and so you bottled that down for however long and you want to experience that or you want to express that or that's the person you want to be you want to be the strong I'm gonna kick your ass type of person you could do that you can become whoever you want to be so you can't allow the fact that you've been timid and meek in the past to determine that you can never be that in the future a better example of that would be like if you are doing nothing with yourself that you want to do just because you've done nothing with yourself for this long doesn't mean that you can't turn around and begin to do something for yourself. You've, you know, had a job that you'd haven't liked for however long. You don't have to continue with that. You are more than welcome. Or here, 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 here. Here's an example. If you are a person who enjoys drinking, but you also have a weight loss goal and you think that it would be beneficial for you to cut drinking out of your life, but you're afraid how that's going to affect you socially, you think that your friends are going to judge you or your friends are going to want to hang out with you anymore because you don't want to drink because you have bigger goals of weight loss in mind, just because 
you've always been the party friend doesn't mean you always have to be the party friend. Like because you've always drank before doesn't mean that you have to continue with those same habits. You are allowed to adapt and change and become a new version of yourself. And if other people in your life don't want to accept that and don't want to accept this new version of yourself, then they either A, aren't a true friend or B, don't deserve to be friends with this new version of you. Just because people came into your life at one point doesn't mean they were meant to be there forever. And if they don't fit in with this new version of you, then that's when you have to let people go. Your feelings are easily manipulated. And all you have to do is manipulate them in the way that you want so that you can become whoever it is you want to become. If you feel sad all the time, but you want to be happy all of the time, you have to implement things into your life that are going to make you a happier version of yourself. That said, though, the goal shouldn't be to, quote unquote, be happy because that is only an emotion that will come and go. All of these feelings all just come and go. And I think that that's what I want the biggest takeaway from this to be is that emotions aren't permanent. And we put so much weight into these emotions that aren't always going to be there you're going to feel happy and then that's going to happiness is going to turn into sadness and then that sadness is going to turn into anger and then maybe that'll turn into happiness again and then maybe you're going to be embarrassed and then maybe you're going to get jealous and then maybe you're going to be turned on and then maybe you're going to be angry again and and then maybe you're going to be sad and and then maybe you're going to feel motivated and then maybe you're going to be happy again and like it's just like emotions change constantly 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 and we cannot put so much weight onto these feelings as if they are the end goal. The feelings aren't the end goal. The overall life that comes with the feelings or the feelings that we feel the most, the emotions that we feel the most are the end goal. Like joy. You want to have a joyous life. You want to have a peaceful life. Then if you want those things, you're going to want to do things that inflict the happiness emotion or a calm emotion as frequently as possible. Not shutting out the sadness or jealous or embarrassed emotions at all because that's kind of where like the you can't have flowers without rain like that type of thing so like you have to feel those emotions in order to feel the happy ones that's when you're going to find success in having a life that is overall quote-unquote happy or whatever you are personally trying to achieve the questions link is up and active i posted it a couple days ago so go on there and ask me questions i'm planning on answering them starting next episode so make sure to go on there and ask literally anything above and beyond what you want answered um i'm so excited to start doing that i'm thinking maybe i'll pick like one to three a week um depending on how many come in next week so i will definitely start getting into your guys's questions questions. I'm so excited for that. Other than that, you guys can follow me on Instagram at underscore Sarah Ritt and you can follow Wellish on Instagram at underscore Wellish podcast. Fake it till you make it. Be whatever version of yourself that you want to be and you will eventually become it. I will talk to you guys next Monday. (laughs)